From the Over the Top Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling, presented by Gerard Cycles. And today, we have a very interesting guest joining us, the CLFO of Soft Star Shoes, Trisha Salcido. Trish, thanks for very much for joining us. And I just called you Trish. May I call you Trish? Absolutely. Thanks, George, for having me. Now, a CLFO, what the heck is that? <laughs> Well, uh, we make great shoes over here in Oregon, and we've been making them for actually over 35 years. And Softstar started originally as a kids' company, uh, making only little kid shoes, and really gravitated towards the story of the shoemaker and the elves. You know, the little magic elves who would come at night and sew the shoes for the old, tired shoemaker. Um <laughs> and um, kids really loved that image, and it just, um, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, it has always stuck. So we we joke that we are the Alps making shoes at night, you know, to make nice shoes for your feet, and we like uh, brownies and, and beer if you ever want to send it our way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the reason I wanted to chat with you, I've worn a couple of pairs of your of models of your shoes, and I love them. They are so comfortable. And uh, after a long ride or a long hike or whatever, um, you can get really tired feet. And it's really nice to slip into a pair of soft stars. And I've also had some really good luck going on a long hike in a soft star shoe. Um, tell us about your background and how you got into this company. Sure, sure. Well, my background is actually in engineering, but I was looking for work or work we could do where we work with our hands and manufacture because I love manufacturing. And I actually came across Softstar in 2005. It was a little workshop with two little elves in it making baby shoes when I um, had just started my family and I had a little girl. And I was just charmed by the little leather shoes they were making for kids and how simple they were and how beautiful. Um, so that's kind of how I came to that. When I purchased the company, I quickly started saying, well, why can't we have these shoes too? Why are they only for kids? Uh, and we started making them for ourselves and our friends, and eventually they made their way onto the website. And uh, that was about the time when Born to Run, of course, skyrocketed to its top of the book list. And I remember talking to people on the phone who were buying what I perceived as a slipper or a um, just a really comfortable, durable, you know, house shoe. And they were saying they were running marathons in them. And I was honestly at that time back in that was around 2008. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? And and that's when my education about minimal footwear started, was in 2008. Um, but just kind of listening to our customers who were out there and really big proponents of the minimal footwear movement. And then we were make products and, and modify our products to make them better and more durable. Uh, so that's how that started. So I would love to get a lot more into the minimalist footwear because... Uh, I really want to talk about taking care of our feet. And when that started, I was like, this is crazy. I would never want to wear something that doesn't have a lot of padding and cushion. I'm an old beat up male. And I, I tried a, a pair of your minimalist shoes and I was blown away at how comfortable they are. And my feet don't get sore or tired when I'm wearing them. 
why is that? I mean, wouldn't you want to have a lot of extra cushioning under your feet? <laughs> it is It is pretty counterintuitive. Uh, but there actually is a wealth of, of science and research and just experiences, honestly, of, of individuals who have kind of made that shift back to what I'll call, you know, using our own feet and our our own bone structure and muscles the way they're intended. Um, the, the theory behind minimal shoes, and people get quite passionate about this in both ways, really, is that by wearing a uh, wearing a shoe that maybe is more structured and doesn't allow your foot to bend or flex the way it would if you were barefoot that you're maybe not using the same muscles and or function or mobility of your foot as you would as if you were barefoot so you look at a lot of elite runners throughout time um, where their coaches maybe have them train one day a week uh, a grass field barefoot so that they will keep their you know, mobility and their flexibility and their strength stronger. Or you look at athletes who, you know, in the Olympics who ran barefoot. Or you look at a lot of your top ultra runners uh, in races who are coming from countries where they grew up running barefoot because they just didn't have shoes. And this isn't something that's new. It's something that never really ever went away. But it is something that I think more and more people are becoming more educated about. And it's kind of the antithesis of shoemaking for a, a shoe manufacturing company. So it's it's never been a huge marketing push by anyone other than Nike tried to <laughs> do this um, back in, I think it was 2000, uh, when they came out with their Nike Free. And it was a huge flop. Uh, even though Nike put all this research into it and said, look, you know, less less uh, structure is better. Um, no one believed it. So same kind of thing. It's just this, uh, I guess it's a cultural thing. We think, oh, shoes are good for us. We live in a wealthy nation. We're lucky to have shoes. Why would you ever be barefoot? So, yeah, it, it kind of goes against everything we're taught when you first hear it. Um, but the more you read and the more you study, you'll see there's definite huge benefits for most people. I mean, we get customers all the time <laughs> who just rave about how their life has changed after they switch to minimal shoes, how much better they feel. And that's, I'm used to custom footbeds and support and you use very soft leather uh, for the upper and a very minimal sole, no arch support, no heel cup, a not of a lot of the things that we've really come to expect in our shoes. And again, it's like putting my feet in a pair of slippers, which you'd said earlier, um, they're comfortable and my feet don't get tired. Yeah, yeah, they're really, they're, they're awesome. I like to refer to them actually as like uh, leather gloves for your feet. <laughs> um, and because they're really just there to ultimately provide pr protection against things that would hurt you. Like say, you know, say there's glass or something that might cut you. Um, Obviously, you don't want to run on that, and and that's the function that soft stars will provide is to protect your feet from the elements or maybe super hot pavement, right? Um, but other than that, they're designed to really just function as a glove on your foot and not impede the spreading of your toes, the um, curve of your feet, the, the how you land on your feet. 
One of the best things I actually love to tell people when they're thinking about transitioning to minimal footwear is to take a <laughs> like a pair of headphones like you might wear if you're using a chainsaw, you know, noise protection <laughs> mufflers. <laughs> and to put on their put on their running shoes or hiking or cycling, you know, whatever shoes and walk and listen listen to your body as you're walking and then to go take the shoes off and walk again. And it is amazing. It's absolutely fascinating. You can actually hear your body kind of like um jarring your your when you're in footwear versus when you're barefoot you just walk differently you walk in a way that there is no jarring and grinding that will do in a in a shoe that has cushioning because that cushioning actually causes you to move in a way that causes more friction on your bones and your joints Okay, this is kind of crazy, but as you were talking about that, it just made me think of like professional football uh, and tackling and with all the pads and the head injuries and everything that are going on because people felt like they were, uh, you can't hurt me because I'm so padded up and people are having horrible injuries. So is maybe in a way, are we feeling that same way about our feet when we've got something that's super protective? Yeah, it's very similar. You know, you feel invincible, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and you actually, in a lot of the more modern, I'll say, running gear, there's actual mechanics to those newer shoes that actually make it worse. So like an elevated heel is going to force you to have, and a padded heel will force you to have more of a heel strike when you land uh, because that's the way the shoe is designed. And actually, if you walk barefoot, it, it hurts to heel strike. And it, it does cause jars, a jarring action through your body. Um, you have a padded shoe and it doesn't hurt at all. You just will run that way because it's kind of fun. But the mechanics of your body are now different than the way your body was designed to move without shoes. And it, it does have an impact on your joints and your ligaments and, and how you feel overall. Not so we, <laughs> as I say, we tend to get the, the old beat up people because they've tried everything else and they hurt, right? Well, that's how you got me. I'm an old beat up person. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just a question for you as we head into a conclusion, you started this, it was kind of a kid's shoe company and you've developed a, a number of models in your line how do you come up with, or when do you decide, you know, it's time we come up with a different shoe to add? <laughs> well, that's easy. I, oh. we just, <laughs> that part's uh, the fun part. I mean, we, we have a lot of direct connection with our customers and, and great customer service. We're always chatting and, and listening, really. They tell us what to do next. They always have. They always will. <laughs> well, good. Then I want to throw in the idea of a post-long ride shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you got it i'll put it right on the list okay. <laughs> and in the meantime i would suggest you grab yourself a pair of brood moccasins after a ride they're just awesome to to strut around in they're supposed to be kind of a really durable house shoe but i i find people out in the supermarket and around town in them all the time <laughs> they're great so, Trish, what is SoftStar's website? Where can people go to get a little more information and see your line? You can check us out at softstar.com. And well, that's two words, S-O-F-T, 
S-T-A-R. Well, Trish Saucedo, thank you very much for joining us again, the CLFO of Soft Star Shoes. Really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thanks, George. See you on the trails. From the over the top. Oh, God, I'm just going to do that on my own by my.